The following episode of The Cantori Show brought to you by March and Ash, San Diego's premier cannabis dispensary. In-store, delivery, curbside pickup, you name it, they got you. In Mission Valley, out in Vista for those in North County. City Heights, Midtown San Diego, coming soon to the South Bay. Chula Vista, any day. Also, Imperial Beach getting their first dispensary. And you can learn more at marchandash.com. Off we go. Great to be with you. Thank you to Jake Nager and the Moment of Truth for the background, our theme music, if you will. And uh, really looking forward to talking to uh, Ron here, author Ron W. Rathbun, who is the founder, founder of the Keeley Foundation, author of 10 books, Educating the Mind, the Keeley, and Keeley Meditation. Now, what is Keeley Meditation? What's Keeley? I-, I had that question as well, which is why we're talking to Ron. It says here, I'm actually reading this off the website, thekeely.com. Have you ever felt the sensation of emotion well up from within you? The emotion is found in the keely that resides within all of us. In Greek and Hebrew, keely translates as vessel or receptacle. This vessel, your keely, holds all of our life's harmonious and disharmonious emotions within. And, and the practice, the meditation, is about forming detachment. Detachment from these disharmonious emotions. So we're going to talk to Ron about that. And the first time that Ron actually got on my radar was uh, years ago. I was interviewing the pro surfer Taylor Knox, who I've known throughout the years, you know, working here in San Diego media. And every time I talked to Taylor, he would bring up Keeley meditation and and how I have to dial in. And uh, I was like, yeah, it was always on my radar, but something I never pursued until... Ron and I, who we'll be talking to here momentarily, started communicating on Instagram and sharing each other's quotes or quotes that we had found on the interweb. And then I was on the other day and our mutual friend, Chrissy Russo, I don't know if you know Chrissy, who's a local uh, meteorologist, used to be the sports person over at Fox, Chrissy Russo TV posted some words from Ron. Those words say, I had a long talk with an infectious disease doctor about COVID fear yesterday and the fear COVID has created. COVID creates fear compartments that almost everyone now has within them. Thinking positive will not get rid of COVID fears. How do you check your fear? This is the next even bigger problem post-COVID fear compartments causing conscious and unconscious fear, anxiety, and depression in people. People will feel it but feel powerless to change change it unless you learn the art of detachment. And that's what we're going to be talking about here momentarily. Before we get to that, I do want to thank our our other sponsor, Baja Bound, Mexican Auto Insurance. If you find yourself heading south of the border, in fact, I was just invited uh, days ago by a neighbor, my buddy Adam. They were charging Mexico, and they hooked up with Baja Bound, got all their belongings. I think even their surfboards covered, but certainly their car as they went down to uh, K38 and, and did the deal. I wonder if Taylor was down there, Taylor Knox. So uh, when I first pick up with Ron here, I, I start asking him about uh, his writing and how often he writes. I mean, a published author, he's written 10 books, and that's where we pick up. Uh, I write every day. <laughs> but uh, I'm an author of 10 books on the mind. 
So it, it is just something that I'm in a continual dialogue all the time. I just finished a new book called The Essence of Empathy, which has only been out about two weeks. And I had a meeting yesterday with um, a UCSD physician, infectious disease doctor. I have been working with it for 15 years at UCSD. And for people who don't know about Keeley meditation, um, I have been teaching it actually at UCSD for about 12 years. It is now in its seventh year of being taught at UCSD medical school. It's amazing. um, it, we just did a series of webinars this past year, three of them. And um, we actually got um, CME approval for them, which is a continuing medical education um, from UCSD, from the AMA, which is another huge thing to get for credibility as far as your ability um, to get your word out to the world. And so... Uh, I've been at this for teaching about 35 years, and it's a long, deep, actually beautiful story. Please tell me. I'd love to hear it, because the, the first time I heard your name was from uh, a, a professional surfer that I'm friends with, Taylor Knox. Taylor has been doing this practice for over 20 years. Yeah, we've talked about it at length. And uh, I, I realized quickly here that I need to, needed to get to the source. And, and thank you for your, for your time. It, it means so much because that post that Chrissy put up really resonated with me as somebody who has been dealing with, with anxiety and depression as it relates to COVID. And, and can you talk about that, please, and that discussion you had with that UCSD doctor? Yes, Basically, what happens is that we have the, um, the virus of COVID itself, but once the virus gets in us on a physiological level, it starts to affect us on mental and emotional levels. And what happens with all emotional and mental fear is it compartmentalizes inside us. And these are the, the buttons of fear that people have. Uh, everybody knows what buttons are, emotional buttons. What most people don't know is where they reside. Um, This is where my work at UCSD has come in, is because 35 years ago when I um, worked with my mentor, who was the most brilliant scientist and spiritual man I'd ever met, introduced me to the Keeley, um, that's how I got into it myself. And I had lots of compartments A compartment, by the way, is a term for anything that negative gets into your mind that you cannot get rid of. It compartmentalizes, and these become your buttons that people can press. People can press them, or you can self-trigger them yourself. But this becomes very debilitating, because not only do these compartments of uh, mental fear affect you, but they trigger many physiological negative reactions in the body. People know this. This is part of what I talk to doctors about all the time. When I started teaching the physician at UCSD 15 years ago, he said, I know everything that's out there and there's nothing like this. So it became a study there. 
but these compartments that get inside of your mind, people feel powerless to basically get rid of them. What most people do is if they go see a doctor, they, they get some kind of um, suppressant or some kind right. of stimulant, whatever it is, anxiety or depression. But what you will learn through the through Keely meditation is actually how to detach from these compartments and dissolve them. That sounds incredible, and it actually is. It's something you have to see for yourself. I don't ask anybody to believe me. I just say, just start learning about the Keely within you in any one of my books, and you can start doing this yourself. It take, it's a five-minute practice that you do twice a day, and what starts to happen is, is that you start to understand that there's a big difference between the brain and the mind. The brain is associated with the intellect and with the thinking process, but the mind is actually associated with the mental feeling process, which is what, what basically helps us to understand we have a thinking process and we have a feeling process, right? Um, and so what you start to realize, and with the understanding of the Keeley itself, it's broken down into two major parts, the lesser Keeley that moves between both hemispheres of your brain, and then the greater Keeley that drops down inside of yourself. Probably all the people that are out there listening know have had the sensation of emotion welling up from within them, right? Sure. That feeling is called the greater Keeley. And the lesser Keeley is the one up in the brain. And basically, these two phenomenons that have existed forever, it's a part of evolution, um, these compartments get trapped inside us. And once they get in there, the only thing most people can do is, is use either medication of some kind to try to dull it or try to create positive thoughts or escape it. Correct. But the problem is, is that to create positive thoughts, now you're even using more energy to get rid of something that's hardwired yes. into you. All these, all these negative compartments get hardwired into us, and that's the thing that people can't get away from. Once you learn how to get out of the brain and the intellect, and you learn how to get into the mind, um, you move into a state of mind where you can detach. People have probably heard of um, detachment, but a lot of people don't really understand what it is. Um, I refer to it as the art of detachment because it is not a separation from your problems and your compartments, but a detachment from them where you are no longer looping through these compartments and feeding them. How many people have, have had a problem and they think about it and it's just this endless loop? Yep, that loop cycle. Right. This happens for people at night all the time. It's why they can't sleep. They can't stop thinking. What they need to be able to do once they learn how to get out of the lesser Keeley and learn how to get into the greater Keeley, then you are going into a feeling process in the mind, which does not loop. It's one pointed. It's not two pointed. And once you get into that state of mind, you can break the looping and then you can just naturally go to sleep much easier. Can you tell me what first brought you to, um, to the practice, that what you were going through at that particular stage in your life and how it had such a profound influence just the, the moment you locked in, if you will? My father came home from Vietnam in 1966. He was over there for over a year. When 
he came back, he was not the same man as when he went over. Um, he, in those days, nobody talked about PTSD, but he tore into me with like the horror of that war. And at 10 years old, it got into me. Uh, it, I struggled with it up through my teens. And when I moved out at 19, I was ready to take my life. I was so filled with so much hurt and pain inside of myself, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't see a reason to live. And I think maybe you might know right now, I have knowing people in medicine and in the fire department, that suicide is really like went up. Uh, it's rampant. Uh, I was in that place. I know what it was like. And I started looking and that's when I met my mentor, um, in 1978 and um, he introduced me to this phenomenon and when I went into my greater Keeley all of a sudden I ran into my fears and I went oh my god I can feel them in me and I could feel where they're at and I just pulled my awareness my mind off them and just started getting my mind still um, without being affected by them in the greater Keeley and I, what started to happen is they just started to get smaller and smaller and smaller until they just dissipated. And I kept doing it, kept doing my practice of um, dropping inside of the greater uh, Keeley and just getting my mind still. And amazingly enough, my friends saw the changes in me. Um, I was calmer. I was much less affected. And they said, how'd you do that? You're <laughs> different. Um, and I said, well, I'm not sure if you can get the same results, but I'll, I'll try. And so I sat down and in my classes with my mentor, um, I, I became aware of there's something called the electrochemical surface of the mind. If you feel where your thoughts are right now, you can feel they're right at eye level. This is where you think. Well, what a lot of people don't know is it's a field of energy that splits between the pupils of your eyes and then folds into your brain the greater Keeley drops down from the surface of the mind and then connect, connects back up into the lesser Keeley. Mm -hmm. But what happens on uh, the surface of the mind is, is that's where all of your thinking for the most part takes place. I realized that when I could get off the surface of the mind and get down inside, that's when I started to realize, oh my God, this feels completely different. And right. so then um, what started happening through this process and people saw that I felt different. I wasn't in my thinking process like I was and all these people just started coming to me. The friends that I taught, their friends saw the changes in them. And basically strangers started showing up at my door and said, you know, this, I have this, know this person and I've watched him change. How did he do that? Can you teach me? And so I ended up getting my first office in Carlsbad and people just started coming through word of mouth through results. I didn't really intend on having this go to the extreme of where it is in medicine right now. It was to save myself. It's fascinating. Tell me about the, uh, the most recent book you've released. The title alone certainly intrigues me, and it's something that I, I, I think about quite often. This is something that I was talking to... Um, his name is Dr. Lee, by the way, from UCSD. Because um, this is part of what the, the Keeley is being presented at the National Conference for Physician Health in October. 
and they, they are presenting a, a huge poster on um, the Keeley meditation and the Keeley. Um, in, in medical school, they call the Keeley the anatomy of the Keeley. That's how it's taught. It's another part of anatomy. Um, and so um, when you start to get into it, um, and certainly this is a, like a really deep subject, um, and certainly when we start talking about empathy, like I think, you know, in fact, you know, here we are and this is, this is it right here. Oh, I'm getting it today. Second, we disconnect here. Um, I actually wrote this for the doctors in UCSD because they knew that I had a really deep understanding of it. And they said, well, can you, would you start writing this up for a paper? And I got into writing it and I was like, oh my God, this isn't a paper. This is going to be a book. Mm -hmm. And so, but in, in simple terms for people to understand, okay, we have empathetic people, right? Who people who care about other people and we have non-empathetic people who don't, right? We have some people, they just, they don't care about people at all. They just care about what they want to do. And um, in medicine, this is a real problem because the people that go into medicine for the most part are really caring. Right. But what, what happens with empathy is that if, if let's say a doctor goes into a patient and he sees his patient and he becomes empathetic with how, um, how much pain this um, patient is in, all of a sudden he starts to feel it. Let's say the doctor goes into, let's say on a scale of one to 10, 10, 10 being like at your absolute best and nobody operates at the best all the time. Let's say he's at a seven or eight and he, the patient comes in and they're at a two. If he drops his energy down to a two and starts looping through this patient, and this is his first patient of 30, he's in trouble. Right. This happens, doctors, nurses, this is what's going on right now in COVID. COVID, sure part of that is, is that they have, they don't have any detachment skills. They don't have the ability to be able to stay themselves at a high level and make the patient come up to them. Um, this is when we talk about empathy, for the most part, people, people look at empathy as just something that you connect with other people with, right? Right. But what people don't know is empathy actually connects our head and our heart. It can it connects us through our conscious awareness at the surface of the mind and our heart. I and feel that. Heart. Yes, and because we we feel deeply through the experience of our heart, which is basically down inside of our greater keely. So you have all the thinking up here in your head, and you have all your feeling down here in your your heart and your greater keely. Yeah. And so what this practice actually does is not only, um, first and foremost, it teaches you to not have your energy running through other people. It teaches you how to actually, instead of running outside yourself all the time, it teaches you to flow through your keely. This is the proverbial flow that everybody is looking to find. Interesting. That's so fascinating to me because I've questioned this for years it's something that I've struggled with and I've never really been able to wrap my head and, and as you put it, my heart, you know, it's gone from my head to my heart where there are times where I'm integrating or out in public and I'll see somebody that I perceive as struggling or in a different place in life. And I start feeling this, this profound sadness 
and I've never really been able to wrap my head around it. But hearing you talk and hearing the connection from that upper that upper head as it relates to the inner and the keely, I'm like, wow, this is really starting to make sense. And I need to develop the tools not to exhaust that emotion and that energy is what you're saying. Yes. What, what you want to be able to do is to live purely through um, your own being. We're, we're meant to actually flow through ourselves and, and connect our head and our heart and then learn internally the problems that we have ourselves. Because when you are empathetic with another person is when you can also pick up other people's compartments. You might not just feel their physical pain. You might That pain might become a compartment in you. Now, exactly. you've walked away with it. Yes. It's how they're, they're passed from one person to another. It's the, the amazing thing about it when you really look at, um, just like COVID can't exist without a host, either can compartments. It's, it's like a mental form of, of a virus. You're right. People know inside, except for this particular virus you know, on a mental level is hooked into your physiology. You cannot separate the mind and the body. If, it, if that happens, we call it death. How does the Keeley practice, and pardon my ignorance when I ask this, how does it differ from me picking up my Headspace app and doing a couple of exercises and doing a body scan? Because when you're using your five senses and you're, you're using your lesser Keeley, you're actually operating through an intellectual space. This is the only meditation that actually consciously teaches you to detach from the intellect and go into mind. The intellect is, it basically is a two-pointed process, which is constantly learning from outside itself. What I teach people to learn is learn directly from yourself, not from other sources. And this is what is very different than any other meditation that is out there. And it is because I show people a specific way through learning how to get out of the intellect and get into the mind. Oh, I love that. Very different. Yeah. So it's less inward and more based on detachment. The mind itself um, is detached. It, it's the nature of it is, um, is unto itself. The only attachment the mind has is your body. And we don't want our, our, uh, our mind's ability to be um, more associated with the outside world than our body or we actually weaken our immune system. We, we want to be able to have a really strong mind-body connection. We, we don't want to be connecting the things outside in the world that are not a part of us. We want to open to the world, but we do not want to be influenced by it yep. unless we consciously choose to do it. And I think I know the answer to how you're going to answer this, but I do want to ask if you believe in self-fulfilled prophecies, if you do have this profound fear that you can actually create that end result. You'll attract it to you. Yep. If you don't create it yourself, you'll attract it to you. I completely agree. A wise man once, once said to me, never put energy in a direction you don't want to go. Says it all. And uh, if people would like to get involved with the program, say somebody's listening right now and says, I really want to, uh, to just start at that, uh, like the kindergarten preschool level, just that initial introduction. Um, right now, it would be to, I have a, um, an app, a Keeley meditation app. 
where I actually, um, in the app, I show you um, what the Keeley is. I describe the practice and I actually, in the app, there's a button where I can hit the app and walk you through the app. I mean, in the app, walk you through the practice, which takes about five minutes. So you can just hit a button. This has been, what has happened is, is that as it has went out into medicine and I'm actually working with, um, I just went into business with my friend in Australia and we actually are launching an online program, a 10 week program right now, which is getting very close. Um, and it will, it's a 10 week video series that walks you through the entire basic principles of the Keeley. This is a, basically what's being taught in UCSD medical school. And we're going to have it in a 10 week program. Awesome. It, um, I already have, I mean, I've been doing this long enough. I think my, one of my students who works for Johnson and Johnson, she's going to actually, um, uh, introduce it to her boss to get it in at that level because lots of lots of people around here are really struggling right now. And she goes, I think that they will bring that bring it in. Um, in Australia, my um, business partner Matt, um, who actually is a was a um, professional surfing coach for Rip Curl, um, he took Nick Fanning to multiple titles. Um, and now he's actually working with me. He's been doing Keeley meditation for close to 15 years too. Wow. And so we, we collaborated he has a program that he's doing in Australia. And I'm, I have one that I'm just launching right now over here. So, uh, but people can get the app right now and there's, um, my books are on there too, what they could get if they want to read about it. And then basically what you start doing is it starts to become a self internal study you start learning about the keely in here because the keely isn't a theory it's a product of evolution this is the only reason why i could be teaching it in ucsd medical school because they taught physicians about this and they saw it for themselves that this is this really exists yeah where did the name come from and when did it first uh, start to get serious traction um god that, that's an interesting i don't know there's so many points as far as the what we would call traction i don't know getting into medical school is if you would consider that to be traction <laughs> people showing up and just saying i want this that i i need this in my life that's that's my definition of traction uh it's been happening um for a long time but it's person by person yeah as far as its roots it actually dates back to ancient sanskrit in india um it was 1300 BC. My mentor actually, who um, could read and write Sanskrit, actually found the reference. He's no longer with us, but he was the one um, over 30 years ago that said that's what it was originally called. Uh, and it means having to do with different states of mind or point hunter. Um, the different states of mind are the, the, the what happens with um, the compartments that get in us. And then the point hunter is actually learning how to find that single point where you can learn to detach from them. And there was, so it's been around, it's been known, but it has never been put into an understanding um, the way that it is now. 
and he helped me with um, putting this together for um, over 20 years. In fact, he was a college professor at Caltech, a physicist, a geologist, a botanist, I mean, the most educated man I ever met, but he knew his mind and levels that were amazing. So he said, write up everything you know and hand it to me in a manuscript. And I did, and he went through it. He put me through his PhD program, but he wasn't at Caltech. But, you know, once a professor, always a professor. Sure. And so he said, congratulations, you have my um, blessing to publish this. So I ended up, <coughs> excuse me, um, I ended up publishing it. I entered it into the San Diego Book Awards, and it won. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what year was that? That was in 1994. Was oh, it? that's tremendous. 2004. Excuse me, 2004. Uh, 2004. 2004. Okay. But this is what it looked like. I just. The Keeley. Yeah. It. A guide to the deep, for the deep mind. Yes. I love it. So, I mean, that's still, that book is, you'll see through reading them, they're, they're deep. Yeah. Um, they're thought provoking. Like you're going to be get into a space where you're going to be studying um, thought. And in this particular case, everything that I teach is all self-reflective. It's not so much about what I have written. Everything what I've written is to help people to understand their self. It's not about understanding me. It's about understanding yourself. Yep. And are these tools, I ask as a parent, that are easy to pass along to your kids as well, even at an early age? Uh, it, they are because um, kids basically, for the most part, um, are more feelers than they are thinkers. Correct. Because they, they, they start at an early age, the feeling process is there first. Only when we start in school do we start the, you know, the intellectual process. So <clears throat> they can, they, when you point out the, the Keeley to them and what it feels like, they know what it is pretty quick. I'm going to benefit a lot from reading some of your work and uh, downloading your app. I've already learned a ton just following you uh, in a short time since we've connected on social media, just the quotes you share and the stuff you put out. And I'm like, wow, that, that's my guy. And I remember this guy because my friend Taylor Knox told me about this guy. And why has it taken me 10 years to finally reach out and get you on? And I'm so glad I did. Oh, glad, glad to be here. Wow, that was, uh, that was awesome. Thank you to Ron for coming on and sharing and uh, inspiring. Inspiring for sure. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go on the path. Check it out. Bust a little five-minute session a couple of days a week. What? It's on. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about Keeley Meditation and the Foundation and pick up one of Ron's books, uh, go to thekeeley.com. Thekeeley.com. I forgot to mention during the open that uh, Ron's latest book, which I referenced several times uh, throughout the interview, is called The Essence of Empathy, An In-Depth View of Empathy and Compassion and it's available now on Amazon, and I got the link uh, in the blog over there on you, you, yewonline.com. All right, until next show, you be cool. Thanks for listening, and um, that's all I got. Just uh, be cool, be safe, be you.